Welcome to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today we are talking about learning how to love. And what we're going to be exploring is why I believe underlying everything, God is teaching us how to love. And I'm this is just what I'm going to be diving into um, and what I've learned through my experience in my brief time here on earth. So every once in a while, I get this very deep sense and feeling that all that truly matters is people. You know, at times I, I feel it much deeper than others. Obviously, the earth, our work, basic needs, whatever, all these things matter. But these things have all been given to us by God for each other, for humans. You know, just like our gifts have been given to us to serve each other with. And it is people that matter. And the world revolves around people. It's people who bring us laughter, who we delight in great food with, great experiences, great songs, whatever it might be. It is people who brings us joy, their smiles, because of who they are. In so much, however, as people are the source of all these amazing things in our lives, they are also the source of our deepest hurts, our pain, anger, frustration. You know, they annoy us, piss us off. They make you question everything. They make you doubt yourself. And just as much as they've brought laughter into our lives, they've also filled our lives with tears. And we all have people who we love in our lives and those who love us. And these people make life amazing. They make life easy. They would do anything for us and we would do anything for them. But Jesus tells us in Luke chapter 6, 32 through 36, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. So Jesus tells us it's easy to love those who love us. But what about those people who stir up something in us, who cause problems in our lives, who are points of resistance? And in my experience, there are two ways we can go about responding to these people. Dealing with someone who gets to me, frustrates me, annoys me, always starts with me pointing the finger, me casting the blame on them. You know, I tell myself, I can, I can never be like them. It's their fault. They are the problem. And where you point the finger is where you give the power. I play the victim game. I let my mind go down these endless rabbit holes of silly arguments, and I create situations, you know, that are so pointless and feel good in the moment, but are leading me down the road of self-destruction because of this resentment and bitterness that I allowed to brood in me. You know, that's always, for the most part, my first, I don't even want to call it a response because it's more so my human nature, my reaction. But after a while of this, 
which usually happens in the early stages, you know, of dealing with someone that you are struggling with. After a while of the brooding and resentment, you know, it kind of gets old and you're like, I want to try to find a way to overcome this situation, to work past this because it's no fun to continue to let this person get to you. And so you try to figure out, you know, why? Why are they doing what they are doing? And why am I letting this bother me so much? And so after a while, we start to look at it from a new angle, you know, we're not playing the victim anymore, but we've worked to let go of the ego. And that comes with time. And with time also comes perspective. So the more we try to look at the situation from different angles, you know, we ask God, please help me see this person as you do. Please help me see them in a new light. We work to see ourselves in them. You know, maybe we work to be more understanding. We gain a new perspective. We're able to see them in a new light, which helps us dissolve the ego even more. And the ego is that part of you that gets defensive, that plays the victim role, that is that small little insecure child, the small self in you that in order to, I like, I like to say that the ego has small man syndrome, you know, because he's, he has to uh, play the role of big tough guy because he's so small, he's insecure. And that's the ego in us. The true self isn't judgmental. The true self is at peace within. It doesn't get defensive. So that's the ego. And that's why, you know, we're constantly battling with this ego. And so it takes some uh, it takes us to work to slay this dragon and dissolve the ego, you know, and also as hard as it is to admit that we are the ones who, you know, at the core of it, we are the ones who are handing over our peace and inner power to these other people, to this person who's stirring this up in us. We are the ones allowing them to bother, annoy, or hurt us. But over time with the letting go of the ego comes this letting go of this victim's mindset. And as you continue to deal with this person or pe these people in your life who you're going to be, deal be dealing with your whole life, because dealing with people never ends, you're able to gain more understanding. You know, Maybe you've uh, spent more time around this person. You can see why they behave and act the way they do. And when you have more understanding and you have more perspective, you're able to see it through a broader lens. You can be more inclusive and you can find the truth in it. And so you're less judgmental and the, knowing the truth is able to set you free. And so that just comes with time as well, you know, and then as well, you're able to go within and analyze yourself. You know, why was I letting this get to me so much? Maybe I need to develop some tougher skin or maybe I need to not be get so defensive or worked up. You know, it takes going within. You gain perspective. God opens your heart. And this person may never change the way they act. But in going within and doing our own inner work, they force us to make a change. You know, if I can't change his behaviors, his actions, the way he is, I can either sit here and brood in that resentment and be pissed off at them, or it's going to force me to change. And if I can't change something, I have to change within. So maybe that change is that we are more understanding now because of them. We're less judgmental. We're more forgiving or patient. Maybe we have developed more self-control. You know, whatever it may be, when we let go of the, our ego and open our hearts, we find ways in which these people are teaching us something new. They're helping us develop our, our virtues, the fruits within. 
And you're always give, you're given those moments. So when we're dealing with these people, you're given the opportunity to express the opposite fruit. Maybe you're given the opportunity, let's say you're given the opportunity to be impatient. In those moments, you can further go down the rabbit hole of being impatient or in the time when you're given the test to be impatient, you can work on your patience. And it is these people who are helping strengthen those virtues, these fruits within ourselves. The stumbling blocks, these people are stumbling blocks in our lives. They have become stepping stones. They're helping us propel forward on our journey. And weirdly enough, the way we change the outer world, our outer reality, is by changing our own inner world. Our outer reality is a reflection of our inner reality. So paradoxically, even if we can't change the situation or the person, by changing ourselves, we change how we see this person, which paradoxically changes them. And so all that work within truly does change our outer worlds. These people who were the points of resistance in our lives are teaching us at the core how to be more loving. You know, I said maybe they're teaching you patience, they're teaching you forgiveness, self-control, to be more understanding. These all funnel into and back to love. That's what it's all about. These people don't come into our lives by chance either. And these problems don't, this doesn't happen by chance because maybe you're dealing with someone at work who's very blunt and it causes you to get defensive and you're judgmental of them, whatever it might be. Think of all the things in the world that could bother you and occupy your attention. Of all the things, it's this person's bluntness that's really just triggering you. And often we don't even know why, but it's this one little thing. And so I don't believe that's by chance. I believe God is in that. He's using this specific person at this moment in this season in your life to teach you something. And right now it might not make any sense. It might be a hell of a hard time having to deal with them. But going forward, maybe you gain the understanding from this person that you're going to need five years down the road when you're dealing with someone else in your life. And you look back and realize God was using this all for good and he is using it all for good. And learning how to love is a free fall. It's letting go. It's letting go of our judgments, our hate, anger, bitterness, this victim's mindset, which always feels good. It makes us feel morally superior and better than others, especially when we have enemies. You know, it feels good to have the high grounds to point the finger at someone else because then it's like we can always just cast the blame onto those people. It makes us feel self-righteous. It makes us feel holy but it's self-delusion and it's hard to let go of these feelings But because it, it's much easier to cast blame than it is to look in the frickin' mirror. And in a sense, though, through the dissolving of our egos, it's death. It's death of our old ways. It's the letting go of our old life or you could say your current life and your current worldview to find a new, broader, more inclusive worldview because this person literally forced you to go through an inner transformation. You had to let some old part of you burn up. Maybe this person was causing something in you where you were just so judgmental of them. And it's you just met this point of resistance in your life. But in order to keep moving forward, you have to let that old 
part of you burn up and die, and that is turned into something new. You go through this inner transformation where you, it's like you're born again from the death of that old part of you. And paradoxically, when you're in love, you fall in love. And falling is scary. It's nakedness. It's full vulnerability. But it's perfect freedom at the same time. And the people, you know, earlier were saying there these burdens in our lives, we slowly see that they are actually blessings. They've helped pro propel us forward on our journeys of the development of our souls. And Paul tells us not to focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen. So in a sense, it's like these people are somewhat, you could say, arbitrary because whether it's your brother or your co-worker that is stirring something up in you because they are extremely impatient, it's like, it does, it's not really about that person. It's about the underlying lesson that you're supposed to learn through that. And so we can cast the blame onto our brother or our co-worker, which is like the tangible scene, or we can go beyond the surface and see that this person is teaching me something, which is the unseen, which is God underlying everything, love underlying everything. And when we look through this lens of the fact that these people in our lives that are problems or points of resistance, that they are truly teaching us how to love, then we find that it's all meant for us and it keeps us in touch with God, searching for answers. These people are no longer something to be dealt with, but they've given, they have a purpose in our lives. They have meaning in our lives. You know, it wasn't all for nothing. They are the ones who have helped us grow the most. It's often hard when you're dealing with someone, and if it's like someone you have to feel like put up with, of course it's going to be painful if you've got to constantly put up with someone. But if they're teaching you something, then you open yourself up and they have a purpose in your lives. You look at them through a different, a broader, again, a broader, more inclusive view, a more loving view. They are teaching you how to love. It's easy to love those who love us, but it's especially the people we struggle with that are helping us grow and transform the most inwardly. And so we have a choice. Because we're constantly going to be dealing with people. That's never going to change. But going forward, instead of putting up a wall and building our walls even higher, we can work to tear down these walls, these limits we've placed on love, open our hearts, and let this person teach us. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be best friends with them or any of that. It just means that you've let go of whatever in your heart was holding you back from loving them, from seeing them in the proper light, from finding yourself in them, them and you, and Jesus and everything. So I thank you guys for listening. I just hope and pray going forward that you can use these people and points of resistance in your lives as use it as an opportunity to learn how to love. And a journal really helps with that because then it helps you write out what you're struggling with and how you can see it in another situation, a new light, but talking with other people as well, helping gain more perspective and just remember it comes with time and just work to be more understanding 
and learn how to love. That's what it's all about. So thank you for listening. Sharpen the iron. We'll see you next time.